It's the Leaders World, and we are here once again. We're sorry, we are about seven minutes late. The daylight savings thing played the trick on us, but guess what? We are right here, and our guests, they are all here, and they're ready for you. In the announcements, I said come with your pen and paper and be ready because there's going to be a lot of action today. Today, we are talking on how to succeed regardless, and it's part two. You ask for it. And we are here with it for you. Ladies and gentlemen, in the studio with me, we have somebody that's not new to us. We have Ayang Eno. He's an international footballer. He's been at World Cups and um, African Nation uh, Cups of Nations. And he's played for Ajax, Amsterdam, Cape Town, and in many other international uh, soccer teams. He has a passion and he's raising thousands of young people and mentoring them and coaching ways um, and, and coaching them in, in ways that are, are so particular. And, and um, some of them he's doing that directly. Some of them he's doing that indirectly. And he is here with us. Ayong Eno is right here. Welcome, sir. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be once more joining you on uh, this wonderful session with the Leaders World Institute. It was so fantastic last uh, month and our audiences thought they hadn't gotten enough of you. And they were like, oh, oh. So we were like, you know what? Let's listen to the voice of the people. And here you are again for part two, how to succeed regardless. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for uh, the value that you're adding to people around the world. Thank you. And with us as well, somebody that's not new, he was here when we had the first ever broadcast for the Leaders World, and that is Mr. Rafael Dijon. He has a phenomenal story um, of humble beginnings like most of us, and he is the founder for I Lead Global. I Lead Global, um, in its short years of existence, just a few years, he has trained and mentored and coached more than 6,000 people in six countries. He is a highly successful entrepreneur. Like everything he touches turns to money. <laughs> and he is a community developer. He's involved in real estate development. And he is passionate about taking you from where you are to where you need to be. And with us, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Raphael Dijon. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, how to succeed regardless. And we will be right back. For your corporate and personal needs. Leaders World Institute. Changing lives. One leader at a time. Is it really possible to succeed regardless? Hey, um. Yes, it's possible to succeed uh, regardless. I'm a proof of that. And I think that thousands and millions of people all around the world, when you listen to their stories and their journeys, they, they give you the concrete evidence that it's possible for everyone to succeed. And that success is 
not like I said the last time overnight that they they are clear proving uh, principles that if anyone anywhere at any time will put them to work they would achieve the same results so you are a proof of that we'll be coming back to you to tell us a little bit about what you mean by that um what is success and 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 why do you see you are a proof of that mr Deshaun, is it really possible to succeed regardless yes sir uh, j just like um a great great um uh, uh, leader Aeon say uh, he's uh, he's one of the model. He's one of the model, and I believe um, it is it is it's just some principle that you really have to put in place uh, and to to have certain results. Um, and I believe any human being can can do that uh, by follow pretty much almost like the same principle that uh, those who succeed in the past follow. So. Anybody can definitely follow that principle. Talking about um, principles, this is bringing me to think about mindset philosophy, mindset philosophy and success. Um, Mr. Eno, do you want to speak into that, please? Yes, mindset and philosophies, I like I'd mentioned in our previous session that they are framed and they are formed through the information, the education, the experiences, the environment, the things we expose ourselves to. And for me, I always mention my dad in, in terms of the kind of mindset he helped me develop with some of the things he challenged me with. Last time I talked about something different. This time I want to talk some, about something a little bit different I got from my dad. I remembered I wrote an exam at school. I was probably around form two uh, back home in Cameroon. And I came home. I was first in my class and I was excited and happy. And I presented my results to him and he looked at me <laughs> and he laughed and he didn't say, well done, wonderful. The only thing he said to me is that you haven't tried hard enough. Wow. And I was like, what does he mean? That does my dad had this unique way of passing and saying something and saying something else <laughs> and you needed time to process it to be able to come back and then ask him again and when i came i said i didn't get what you really said he said what he said is that what he was trying to communicate to me is that the results i had was for yesterday i needed to work hard to get the next results i was hoping i was expecting to get moving further the results you had were for yesterday and he was expecting you to move father yes so your father had a mindset yes. and, and 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 he did not settle for, for what was good yesterday is good for tomorrow yeah mr dijon did you want to speak into that sir uh, I, I mean i think uh just just here uh, uh you know, that i mean it, it's great but uh, uh there's another thing i could add on it just let's say myself just like myself and so many people uh sometime i might have been conditioned to live a past even in a present and carry a past into the present so for some reason we believe so much into our past the pain the failure and every proof that in every validation that we could not succeed so one of the things I tell people is that you have to reframe your mind. If you focus on something, you will get that result. And, and we know that whatever focus goal, 
energy goes and it triggers that emotion and that becomes a reality. Mm. And um, so one of the things I think any person want to be succumb, who wants to be successful must do is to cut that line and let the past go and really, really press into the future by focusing on what you want, what you are looking for, what you want to become. Mm. And uh, I think that's one of the really, really, really great way to start. So you can you can travel light, like, like like we say sometimes, um, and, and I, it had to do with the you know walking your mind and start believing into what you are looking for, mm. and, and not focus on what you are run away from or, mm. or, or what you don't like. Mm. Wow, wow! So we can't keep our focus on the past and think that we can be drawn into the future. Mm. We must keep our focus in the direction. Oh, there is this saying that your life flows in the direction of your most dominant thoughts. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, and, I'm, and I'm also thinking about limiting beliefs because Mr. Dijon talked about the beliefs that we have about success and how they influence us. Some of us have limiting beliefs and it's like, oh, I am too old. <laughs> I am too old. It's over for me. I was born from a poor family. Nobody has ever done this in our family. And all those excuses that we give ourselves that form a paradigm of limited beliefs. Mr. Aeon, do you want to speak about those paradigms of limiting beliefs a little bit, sir? Yeah, 100%. Uh, because for me, I, I grew up in uh, a paradigm of a lot of limiting beliefs. My dad himself was not really a sports person, in quotes, you would say. And I came up much more culturally. Not every family encouraged someone getting very uh, engaged into sports. And most uh, family where I came from, they believe if you were getting into sports like football and days, you were going off course. So they pushed people into more, I would say, the secular education and would not encourage people in their gifts, in their talents, and in these unique abilities, which is also a certain level of form of education. So both goes uh, the go both way, and I think that is very important because for me, I had all the reasons why not to engage on this track because the whole environment, from my family to those around me, were a proper limitation. But again, um, when I begin to remiss about my life, I remember that as a young person, like again, I would say books are very powerful. My dad gave me a book, which was a book that would explore, open my mind to adventures. It was a book about a young person called Tom Sawyer. A lot of people should know about Tom Sawyer and then the other uh, series of Huckleberry Finn as well. But my dad wanted me to read that book to trigger my mind to think out of my cultural context to start to create the adventure adventure in my mind and that really helped me to begin to break out and i saw myself getting out of that box of thinking no you know what you can't it's not possible why because nothing it doesn't happen to someone in your environment yet and this is the every what the path everyone takes i had to start using this adventurous mind to start to trace and shape my my own my own pathway but for me to do that first before you even talk about the limiting mindset around you you can't handle the things around you until you first find out within yourself your real value until you first wow. 
come into de defining yourself because what controls the outside comes from within. If you have not found yourself, discovered yourself, understood your purpose, your potential, then you're, you're, you won't be able to begin to dictate how you want things to align on the outside. For me, the information I got that gave me the mindset, like you're saying, once that mindset was triggered in me, it gave me the ability to set perspectives. So the way I interpreted the environment was different from the way others interpreted. Now, mm. what others saw as a limitation, I saw it as, a, as an adventure. I saw it wow. as a challenge. I saw it like, wow, it's an exciting journey. I'm going to go on this. You know, I'm going to take this, 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 uh, this. Last, last <laughs> broadcast, you told us about this German building that was an old building and yes. everybody passing around that saw an abandoned uh, old building left by colonial masters. That's yes. all people saw. And yes. what you saw was a practicing ground. And tell us a little bit about that, you know, using your, your um, environment and because of what you're looking for, you're able to see what you want, even where people don't see it. Can you speak yeah. about that? Yes, that's what that mindset and perspective does. So for me, it shaped me in that way, that environment where I grew up in. There was this old staircase, which was uh, the people who live in Tiko. It's a small city in, in Cameroon in the southwest region. They know that there's a lot of buildings which were built in those days by the Germans. And so there's this staircase, which is very old and uh, abandoned. And people just use it as a passageway to go to where they were going. But for me, I didn't have a gym. I didn't have all the necessary sophisticated materials to work and develop myself physically. I cannot lose weight because <laughs> there is no gym. <laughs> <laughs> So I haven't read, like I said, the adventurous mindset in, in, in the book of Tom Sawyer. The lesson I learned is that you can use what you have to get what you need. So I didn't have a gym, but I had the staircase and that is what I had. So I turned it into what I needed. I needed to work. I needed to build up myself. And I saw myself using that staircase and it, it, that staircase is a, is a huge testimony. In fact, it's, it's a whole principle that I developed for myself. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much. And and when I listen to Jim Ron, uh, those in personal development industry know about uh, know Jim Ron very well. He's been mentored to all the gurus that we have, almost all of them, you know. So uh, Jim Ron says success is not something that you pursue. It's not something that you do. It's something that you attract by the person that you are becoming. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Jean, would you like to speak into that, sir? Yes, that's, um, I mean, that's, that's true. That's true. Um, I, I believe we, be, uh, 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 whatever we have in our life, uh, whatever we accomplish, whatever, I mean, just to be simple, what do you have in your bank account, the house you live in, the size of your company, reflect who you are. So I, I always tell people, I mean, if you want to make a billion, I need to become a billionaire. And there are billions going to come to me. If you want to have a company that, you know, it, it's going to, have 500 workers. Wait, Mr. Dijon, listen, listen, listen. I might understand what you're saying. Not everybody's on Wait, you mean I just have to go around saying, I am a billionaire. I am a billionaire. That means I have become a billionaire and I am going to become a billionaire. Is that what you're saying? Uh, another word, if you want to become successful, 
if, if, if I want to go from where I am financially to another level, I need to develop myself to become that person who can attract the level of success that I need. And, and just by listening to Aeon, last, I think of last week or last weekend or the past weekend, I followed the whole show. I mean, I would say, wow. Now, I mean, I watched him on TV, but I didn't understand, you know, the mechanism, the belief of this great, great leader. I mean, he was famous and all that, but he didn't go over his head. He maintained his value and all that. So you can see that the man was built from inside out. So the manifestation of everything outside was just revealing who the man was. So, and that's how it is in our life. We always, the champion is not revealed the day of the competition. The competition just, you know, the, the, the competition is just to make to showcase the champion. So you don't mm -hmm. become champion that day. Uh, everything is the time you spend at the gym, the time you spend to practice, the time you spend to build yourself, develop yourself while everybody is sleeping. Um, I mean, that's what I believe. <laughs> the time you spend to build yourself while everybody else is sleeping. Yes. Because that's where the rubber hits the road. I am a big fan. I am big into personal development. At the beginning of this year, I put an announcement on Facebook and I say, hey, this year I'm going to grow myself like crazy. I need 11 women to join me. Did I say 11 or 12? I forgot. But I said I need 11 women to join me. And yesterday I had an encounter. We had one of the book clubs. And this lady was telling me how she has been in a, a prison to herself for the past 10 years. That in other places, they might say she was bewitched by witchcraft. But just going through the book club that we are going through, she said she is, she is rediscovering herself. Wow. She was so full of anger and bitterness. She said right now she's asking herself, where did this anger come from and where has it gone to? Because in the places where she used to explode, she said, when I explode, it's disastrous. I mean, she was talking, I was, I was all tears. I was mm -hmm. like, I knew this was going to be transformational, but I wasn't expecting this. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was in tears. I am, Mr. Aeon, you need to tell us. Tell us those secrets about being the person that you want to be so that you can attract the person you want to be. Well, number one, I will say this very quickly. For you to be the person that you want to be to attract the things that you really want to have in your life, number one, you should understand that no one is responsible for your success. No one is responsible for your success. You are fully responsible for your success. This mindset helped me a lot because when I was in a time where everyone was thinking, oh, my uncle didn't do this, my auntie didn't do this, or my dad had to do this, I was in a position that my, life had, my dad had helped me to trigger an independent mindset. And I knew that my actions decide my destiny. My actions decide my destiny and my decisions who usher me into the trajectory that I want to go. So I was responsible for my actions. I was responsible for my decisions. And everything I did was to take me to where I wanted to go. Now, another thing that helped me a lot is that I, I never wanted to become successful. I, I didn't pray or wish to become successful. No. Anyone who is listening to us, this program or this session is not to help you try to become successful. 
or to look for success. You don't be, you don't become success. You don't look for success. The thing is, you are a success by nature. You only unveil the different faces of yourself. It is other people that give attack or call it a success. What you just do is that you just unveil your gift, you unveil your development. You so I was just busy developing myself, and then in developing myself, people started to call, "Oh, you are a success! Oh, you are doing." <laughs> right, right, listen, listen, guys, listen, guys. Can you just put in the chat if you're watching right now? Put in the chat hashtag unveiling different phases of myself. Yeah. Hashtag unveiling different phases of myself. This is so powerful. Go ahead, Mr. Ayer. So for me, for me, that was it. I was just just about taking every step, taking every because as a young person, when I saw the vision of becoming a top professional footballer, a lot of my peers had gone ahead. When I saw them, they were already playing at top clubs in Europe, playing a national team, and all of that. But that was not my focus. My focus was what do I? I was building myself, and no one was seeing it. I was focusing on developing the layers, on peeling the layers, like an onion, just peeling the layers and peeling the layers. And it's at, at the right time it will show forth. So don't watch me. Don't watch everyone you're seeing on this platform and say, um, I want to become a success. Don't look too far. Focus on where you are and just keep unveiling yourself. And then you will only realize over time, then people start saying, wow, do you know you were great? Do you know you were excellent in this? But that was not really your focus. You were not trying to be excellent in this. You was just trying to be a better you, trying to add value to yourself, trying to wait, become a- Wait, wait, <laughs> So it's all about becoming the better version of you. It's all about uh, you becoming who you're supposed to be. It's all about you adding value to others. Mr. Dijon, you you bubble you bubble with that with with that essence of wanting to add value you just be, started i lead global and whoa it's six thousand leaders trained already i'm asking myself wait what kind of fire is pushing him tell us a little bit about wanting to add value and and just how it can push us to be successful in our different domains in our different areas of, of i believe i'm a strong believer in calling i'm a strong believer in purpose i believe that we are all different mm. we all have different things that we can do best to add value to our communities sir can you tell us about that thank you uh yeah that's that's a great question and um let, let me just go back uh, fall back a little bit uh we came in a united states first of us cameron judo of uh, a team of judo uh, we was we came to represent Cameroon and myself and all my teammate. We just you know judo. It's not like football. <laughs> you don't get paid fighting. <laughs> so at the point in Georgia, we all uh, uh, you know decide to stay. And one of the bigger problem our team was facing is that we couldn't find job. Only thing we knew we were very strong, but we couldn't survive. I started this trucking company. I started working for this delivery company and I saw how they was hiring people. And I, you know, said to myself, you know what? If I can start a company, I, I, I can hire people. I can hire my people. I mean, we can't, we didn't know how to, we couldn't speak English. We didn't, we was undocumented. So my motivation to start the company in the first place, my trucking was to help uh, 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 my coworkers. So 
that's how I start the trucking company. Would you Mr. Dijon, Mr. Dijon, not to interrupt you. I know the story. It is a long and beautiful and amazing story. By the end of the session, I'm going to put his website in the chat and you're going to find out. But just to give you a hint, 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 he's presently talking about millions of dollars worth of business. Hint, hint, hint. But, <laughs> it, but it started with nothing. Okay, these people are hiring me. How about I just dream bigger? Can I help myself and also help my friends? And today we are talking about millions of dollars. Uh, Mr. Enob, I mean, like, when you both are talking, I'm just having all these packs of light all over my brain, and I'm thinking, oh, boy, where do I continue from here? But I'm just thinking, you kept talking about your dad and his influence in your life and the things that he exposed you to, sir. It seems to me he was either a coach in your life, a role model, a mentor. Mr. Ennard, do you want to tell us a little bit about the role of coaches and mentors and, 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 and role models? I think coaching and mentoring is very important and very powerful in the life of everyone. In, in that hashtag statement, unveiling different versions of yourself is going to take mentoring. And uh, when it comes to mentoring and coaching, for me, it's not only about setting individuals, it's also about experiences. Experiences will coach you, experiences will mentor you. It also has to do with a uh, uh, culture and education. But it's very important to have someone who has walked the path in a way, except you would be one of those people that would be a kind of groundbreaking person where you, there's no yet defined model in that particular field. Then definitely you would have to go through a lot of things to be able to go through that and define it. But there's a lot of privilege for many today that there's no uncharted path yet. As, as it were, a lot of people have already taken certain courses. So if you would just uh, focus on a few people, for example, for me, it was about just building my mindset through books. My dad had already introduced me. So he was he was my first coach and he still remains my number one best coach ever when it comes to mindset. But when it comes to emotion, of course, few people will hear me talk a lot and maybe I wouldn't mention my mom, but when it came to the emotional side, when it came to the balancing that mindset, but that's where my mom fitted in. But the drive for vision, for goal, for achievement came from my dad because that was that was the, the things he exposed me to. He didn't just say things, he gave me books so that I would put in the work to put in the knowledge myself. It's good for someone to give you the knowledge, to tell you things, but it's important for you to walk the knowledge into your mind by yourself. And it's going to take you the work is going to take you study, it's going to take you meditation, and it's going to take you reflection. And for me, those things began to help me for the start of mentorship. So since my dad introduced me to that level of mentorship, I knew that the places I was going to go further, which my dad hadn't gone there, which I hadn't gone there, there were certain people that had already gone. I have to look for the information, look for the book, check their story. If I could meet them, fine. If I couldn't meet them, that's the power of books. Books are the ability. Today we have a very one of the most uh, read book all over the world. The Bible is full of letters written to certain people. If those were not written, a lot of people who believe in 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 their faith in Christ would not be able to connect. It is the same as today. Different different millions of books all over the place. These are one of the most powerful avenues for mentorship. And if you also 
a, a young person that really want to steer yourself in leadership and in success, such a sort of platform like this, the Leaders World Institute for mentorship. These are all the avenues, take advantage of them because on going through things in, 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 a, in a normal study sector, in a normal school sector, will just give you theory. Mentorship is about real life, it's about real practice, it's about applying things on the Lisa field. Young, you, you, you could go for the next two hours if I don't stop you the way I see this coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. Talking about the Leaders, uh, Leaders World Institute, which exists to build, train, and equip leaders in the marketplace and in the ministry. We had a training in Texas, and that's the first time we met Mr. Raphael Dijon. And, and um, when we finished the training, he, he was a little bit emotional, I would say. He was like, wait, it's about the people. That's the one thing. I mean, what else, else whatever we said, he was like, what he's leaving this place with is that it's about the people. And since then, our relationship has remained. Mr. Dijon, can you tell us a little bit about that experience with Leaders World Institute and what it could do for the lives of our audiences? Yeah, uh, I mean, one of the things uh, I really, really uh, not uh, learned from uh, yourself and uh, Dr. Raff was that uh, you guys reconnect me, um, reconnect me to that vision, you know, uh, because through the give yourself, a, give your vision a win, I learned back, I mean, I was helping these people from the beginning and I was doing well. I mean, I was making million, millions of dollars, but I was not so intentional. I, I learned that sometimes we could walk by default. You know, when you are just doing things are just happening. And, and sometimes you really didn't even understand why things are really, really working. Uh, I, I learned that, uh, matter of fact, from that year, uh, I, my, I mean, I tripled my business. Not only I tripled, but I went back on track and, um, you know, and, and launched Ali Global, where we are helping thousands and thousands. Wait, you went back on track, and that's yeah. when you launched Elite Global. Yes, yes. And we, so we went back on track and just like, and, and I look back, I'm like, okay, whatever I learned, whatever, you know, I master either from John, John Maxwell or Tony Robbins, those guys yes. that, that mentor me closely, I say, well, I need to take this and empty myself uh, and start from back home. Uh, wow. That's where we turn ourselves back home and start just training leader. And, and not only that, leverage the knowledge of some of the leader. Uh, matter of fact, uh, last month I was on the phone with the president of Nigeria, who will be one of the speakers for our event here in uh, in Texas in November. Wait, wait, Mr. Dijon, I am suspicious as well that if I let you go, hmm. the next two hours will be here. And ladies and gentlemen, I told you this was going to be quite impactful. And I said, come with your pen and paper. Listen, number one, you're going to write your limiting beliefs. What has been keeping you bound? Be true to yourself. The first thing that comes to your mind, write it down. Don't try to overthink it, all right? What are your limiting beliefs? What is limiting you? 
what is standing in the way of your next steps. Write it down. The next point is, what are your unique strengths? What are your unique strengths? Our guests have been talking about this. It's about defining who you are. Who are you? Huh. Oh, my goodness. Um, um, what do you do to develop yourself? Um, what are you doing right now to develop yourself? You know what? I'm going to give you a minute. We are going to give you a minute to do that. And we will be right back. Jean and myself, we are coaches and speakers trained by the John Maxwell team. 
And as much as we draw from many other places, we are very much mentored and trained in the John Maxwell team. So ask us about becoming a part of the John Maxwell team, as well as becoming a part of the Leaders World, Ali Global, and Mr. Ayong's network. Ladies and gentlemen, we are hoping that you did that little assignment. And I want to give a shout out to all our viewers who are actively involved and engaged in this learning process with us. We want to let you know that we truly appreciate every post, every text you're putting on there. It's igniting some things in somebody and you don't just know. I want to specifically give a shout out to Melvis Ngale. I see your name on the screen. You put the reflections for everybody. I just want to say, wow. way to go, girl. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. All right? Wonderful. So um, I'm coming back to you, Mr. Um, Ayon, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking right now about you responding to the thought of if you want to be great, find a problem and solve it. Find the problem and, and solve it. If you want to be great, find the problem and solve it. Does this have anything to do with succeeding in life? Yes, um, I believe 100% that has to do, it has everything to do with succeeding in life. Uh, again, like I said, success for me, it's about unveiling different versions of yourself. For me, when I started uh, as a young person, it, was, it wasn't in my mind about finding a problem and solving it. It was more about a dream in sports, in football, in doing my best in achieving that dream and just working hard. But as I move from that phase and begin to continue to the next phase, again, like I talked about the definition of success, which I got from um, L. Nightingale, which says success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. And yes. that helped me to start my personal journey. And then I move forward to get the next level of definition of success from John C. Maxwell, which was success is first finding your purpose. So I have to find out what am I here? What am I to do? My talents, my gift. And then he talked about growing to your maximum potential. Then the third first is about now being a blessing, sowing yourself out as a seed to others. That's the impartation. Wait, and, Mr. Eno, I'm just thinking and I'm, I'm struggling to put myself in, in the minds of our audiences. And, and even though I'm being myself and trying to, to draw from all the knowledge, the gems of wisdom that you both are spewing out, how do I find clarity of purpose? How do I do that? Well, for me, I'll talk about me, you know, I, I, maybe if I define it in the terms of other people, it may be a little bit quite complicated for other people to see but for me I, I i was it was easy for me to find uh clarity of purpose when i looked around me i talked about the law of recognition of the book of mike Murdoch, and i personally believed as a man of faith in a creator who creates every one of us that uh whether it's a uh, we talk about uh, iphone created by you know apple when they created it they put everything they wanted it to do in it whether you talk about an automobile company, when they created it, they put everything that it would do in it. So it was not created to look for what it has to do. It was created just to function by default. So was it for me. I just needed to connect myself first. For me, it began when I began to connect to my source, which was my first relationship with the Lord. 
that triggered me to begin to find my clarity of purpose. I explained how I already had the gift, I already had the talent, I was doing well at school, but I came to a crossroad, but I wasn't sure, what do I do, what do I not do? For different people, it's different. You know, some people, they need to take what you call, they need to take a retreat. Some other people may call it a time of solitude. I think you can never find clarity in the midst of noise. You can never find clarity in the midst of many opinions. You can never find clarity in the wrong crowd. I think sometimes clarity comes when you are in the place of solitude, when you are withdrawn from the noise, from the many opinions, and you're just you, yourself, your future, and probably your creator for those who think in that light. And for me, this is where I was able to be quiet and begin to look within myself and ask myself the question, what am I really here for? Why am I here? What was I born to do? So now that I know why I'm here, what are the gifts I have? What are the potentials I have? What am I going to do with them? How, what am I good at? I realized, oh, I had a skill of football. I had a talent of football. Many have it, but did they do something with it? No. Many are smart in business. Are they doing something with it? No. Many are very good with craftsmanship, designing things with their hand. Are they doing something with it? No. So for me, that was it. Clarity of purpose is Many not complicated. Good with talking, like this lady. <laughs> yeah. Are they doing something about it? Are they doing something with it? I knew from a young age that I, well, now, now listen, listen, guys, listen, don't tell anybody that I said it. This is just for you, okay? Because you're alive right now. So do you, have you ever heard of a noisy child? That was always noisy, like always talking. <laughs> that was your lady over here. I was the kind of child that people would say, stop talking, she's so noisy. And I grew to know that to talk and be heard was a very bad thing. Mm. So I withdrew into myself and my mom died at a young age. I don't know my mom, went through many struggles in life. So I became a very reserved person. Mm. Many people thought I was weirdly quiet. That was because that wasn't me. Mm. <laughs> that wasn't me. And then my life change came when I became a child of God with intention. That was at the age of 16. Then I knew that, oh, I have to speak, but I need to say something which is worth hearing. Mm. So if I need to say things which are worth hearing, which people will not be bored listening to me, mm. I better feed myself with what I need. So every time I open my mouth, it's mm. something worth hearing. Mm. Mm. I don't know what the challenge is for you. How do we find clarity of purpose, Mr. Dijon? Wow, that's a very hard question. I think the great men of God, Aeon should be answered. <laughs> answer that question but just to put it very very simple i always say is you can find your purpose by remove your eye on yourself and focus on others because whatever you start add value to others you will come you align yourself with your purpose um because as you do you'll be shopping yourself um sometimes people want that answer like three four answer okay what was i born for and all that now, remember, just like anything which is was which would exist, like a chair, bed, is for a purpose, and you are yeah. born also for a specific mission. Yeah. You're never gonna find that while you focus on yourself because mm -hmm. you are not born for yourself. 
you are born for others. So mm -hmm. I always advise people to donate your time, add value to others, serve in church, serve in your community. Before you know, you'll find your purpose. We can see great community. Wherever yeah. you find yourself, start serving because it helps you to sharpen your gifts and be able to redefine and define what you really stand for and what you really believe and what you can truly do. Mm. All right. Um, I didn't know I was going to talk about this. I would have come with a copy of the book. I have a book on Amazon, Stepping into Purpose, Inspiration for a Fulfilling Life. That book is written by yours own me. So you can go ahead and ask me about the book. Um, I can ship you a copy. It's also on Amazon. Stepping into Purpose, Inspiration for a Fulfilling Life. And I'm going to put the links to uh, resources by our guests in the chat. And you will be able to, look, we are here for you. We are here for you. If you haven't realized that by this time, I don't know what else to do to make you to realize that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are here to help you. You know, um, talking about that investment in yourself, Mr. Aeon, was everything free for you like the old German building? Did you have to <laughs> did you have to invest at some point to the point where it was painful to you just because you believed in what you carry? Well, I, I think there are certain things around us which are for free, like the air you have, health, um, just natural things which are God given that are for free. For me in Africa, the, the trees nature all those things were for free i never paid for them but the input the work you do the investment which is developing yourself and building up maybe in terms for me for sports was to do running was to do extra uh, practicing was to do extra uh, bodybuilding was to go outside when everyone was sleeping and do some different extra exercise that investment was painful because without pain there's no gain I knew that if I wanted to have gain better than others, I needed to be able to have more pain than others. So those who have not experienced my pain should not expect the same gain like me. Wow. Mr. So Deshaun, I spoke with you one time. You told me about the thousands of US dollars that you spend to get yourself mentored. Can you please tell us about that? Is mentorship free all the time? Mr. Dijon. Oh, uh, thank you. I didn't know the question was over to me. Matter of fact, mentorship is not free. I mean, if you don't believe in yourself, I mean, how would you expect to get something? Uh, just for those who are even in Ali Global, I mean, we charge up to 10000 to help people. It, it even push a lot of people away. We need people who are committed to themselves. Wait, um, wait, did you say you even push a lot of people away and you want committed people? Yeah, because when you charge, only committed people can step up. Some people so want to get all this information on the leaders world for free. <laughs> That's why I tell people, those who are listening to this and watching and, you know, get all this every Sunday for free. I mean, they, I, I, bless your heart, Pastor uh, uh, Susan and Dr. Ralph. You know, people charge. If you need to sit down with Tony, matter of fact, you have to put money down, even just to come virtually, a couple of thousand, five thousand or more, to get this type of information. Uh, I mean, any leader, Aeon can testify. I'm sure with his contract, part of his money when he played, need to go to the coach who was training him. He was not free. 
And we all know that. But sometimes we believe or we have this belief that, hey, I can gather free stuff enough. I tell people, free stuff will destroy you because it's, even yourself, you're not going to believe in the results when you get that free stuff. That's why I don't like free stuff anyway because I want to commit, you know, but I put my money and pay for my training and pay for my books and all that. It gives me this sense, uh, this, uh, uh, sense of certainty in the value that I would get out of that. It compelled me to read. It compelled me to get to action because I believe it's a valuable information. Wow. The, whatever is on the street, free stuff, most of the time there's no value in it. That's why it's on the street wow. or, wow. or in the trash. And that's not a, a psychology. That's how we think. That's how we process, process things. So people should pay for mentorship. They should pay for training. They should pay for. They should pay for their education. That's why the nation or the the nation will give free thing to other nation get to rule that nation. So if you need freedom, make sure you pay your way through. And I think Aeon said it so well. He said, if you need my gain, go. You know, you must partake in my pain. Maybe your your way of you know be part of that could be committing with your money and when you commit with your money you commit with your time and trust me you'll see the results well yeah, some, yeah. Some, some wise person in my home who is the executive director for leaders world institute brought this <laughs> <laughs> i got my copy i also have my copy all right, I know you do. I know you yeah. do. You will like send me a copy and I sent it to you. Mr. Ayong wanted to say something as we are wrapping that down to a close. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I just wanted to say like uh, a verse in the Bible says, where a man's treasure is, there his heart is also. You put your money where your heart is. If you can't put your money in something, your heart is not there. So for me, uh, as a young person, talking about personal development and mentorship, you have to pay for it. And it comes in different ways of pain. Whether it's for me waking up in the morning when everyone is sleeping, I'm paying something. So I'm paying forward. And the, as a young person going to school, studying, the, if I say I had a budget of, let's say, 100, 80% of my budget that I spent went on books. 80% of what I spent my budget was on books. 80%. So... Mm. You put your action where your mouth was. Yes. Kind of. Yes. Because you cannot say you believe in yourself, and yet you cannot pay $100 for a training, but you can buy a pair of shoes for $100. Like, yeah. excuse yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, um, as we were talking, I was writing down a few things and I wanted to give our audience before we come over to wrap up. I told you to come with your pen and paper. Now you need to believe me when I say certain things sometimes. So let's get this, all right? Um, number one, your skills. What skills do you have? What skills can you define? What skills can you redefine? What skills can you polish? Number two, what price are you willing to pay? Hmm. Um, as far as your skills, developing them, your attitude, polishing it. Hmm. What price are you willing to pay as far as enriching your mindset philosophy hmm. and bringing it to the place where it can carry you into where you want to go? 
Mm. What actionable steps can you take right now? Like, okay. Now, for the sake of accountability, you can put it in the chat for me, please. And the text. You can write one to three things that you're going to immediately begin to do. One to three. If you don't feel comfortable doing that, you can as well go ahead and put that on your book or paper that you brought with you. But you can put that in the chat as well. You can put one, two, three actionable steps. Actionable steps. What are your next steps? What are you leaving this place with? It might just be for you to go and apologize to that person that you hurt. Mm. That would be helping you in the area of attitude and mindset immensely. Mm. What is your next step? All right, actionable steps. What networks are you building? We talked about connections, people, mentors. What networks are you building? Who is the next person that you've been eyeing and you like what they're doing and you need to connect with? Who is that person? Are you building trust with your networks, the ones you have right now? What what kind of culture are you developing around you? Is it a culture of giving up all the time or a culture of commitment and excellence? do you want to be a giver or a taker? You want to be the person that's always receiving? Are you ready to give? Mm-hmm. Because for you to succeed in life, you must make up your mind that from now onward, I want to be the giver. I want to be the giver. The giver's mindset is a philosophy. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, give yourself opportunity to grow. It is not going to happen in a day. It is said that everything that belongs begins from the top is the grave. Because mm. it's not digging the grave from the top. Mm. All right. Everything else begins from a seed. What seed have you taken from this place today? And what are you going to do with it? All right. Um, enjoy the process. <laughs> enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. Write that down. I'm serious. Enjoy the process. All right. Fail often and fail fast. I learned this from my mentor, uh, Papa John C. Maxwell. He always says, fail often and fail fast. Don't be afraid to fail. All right? And the next point is, remember, sometimes you will win and sometimes you will learn. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you will win and sometimes you will learn. Your last words, Mr. Dijon. Hey, this this was an amazing time. And... I believe all of you guys was there. I, I just want to piggyback on what uh, I mean, you know, a great, great leader, Aeon said. You know, whatever your treasure is, your, uh, your, your heart is followed. But I learned something to add on that. You can also let, you can also compel your mind, your heart to follow, but put your treasure there. So invest mm-hmm. in yourself. Invest in yourself. Uh, you don't have to wait for nobody to believe you in you more than yourself. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter where you are. Don't do that default mentorship because mm-hmm. you have a mentor, believe it or not. I used to watch Nigeria movie, like four, I mean, like three movies per day. I was talking like actor in there. I was even believing, dream like that. Why? Because I was being coached, being mentored by that. The TV you are watching, the things you are not doing, that's you are maybe the sum or the result of all that. But you mm. can become intentional in your life. You can decide from today that, hey, you know what? This is a path I want to go to it, and I will do what it's going to take to give me the result I'm looking for. Thank mm. you so much, uh, uh, Pastor Susan. And, you know, it's a pleasure uh, 
uh, uh, uh, Coach Ion to really, really share this time with you. Um, you know, I learned so much. I was just so embarrassed. I want to take notes. <laughs> but I also want to be here on the net. I need to grab this, but I couldn't leave and go take notes. Um, hey, I, I, I want to follow and learn more from you. you you're just amazing. You Thank guys you so are amazing. Much. Thank you and, so much. Uh, I learned so much. Thank, Thank you. you so much. We are in this together. We are in this together. And we will stay with one another and keep those connections. Mr. Eno, your last word, sir. Well, <laughs> he already said most of the things, you know, so <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to say. You want to hear your voice, the way you say it. <laughs> you see, the points that Miss um, Susie just Miss Susie just gave, the, they just finalized everything. You know, they just finalized everything fail fail and fail quick and fail fast and move on to the next thing i just i'll just encourage everyone that there's so uh, this is such a great opportunity years back people were looking and thinking how they will get mentorship now you have mentorship that is looking for you it's a great opportunity wherever is listening whoever is watching take advantage of this great platform connect to it and put yourself in it and give yourself uh, an objective, a time frame, the things you want to achieve. It's up to you. One, you're one decision away from your next phase of success, unveiling yourself in success. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. And we should be hearing from you. Is that a yes? Yes. For your corporate and personal needs, Leaders World Institute, changing lives, one leader at a time.